Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Drunk women choosing us for your Thursday night. I'm hosting this episode. I'm Katie Wilkins, a.k.a. Detective Sasshole. So we also have Detective Buttstuff, blah, blah, blah. And Detective Asshole. Hi. Taylor Glenn, <laughs> Hannah George. But I would like to hand you over to Hannah George for a brief announcement. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Hannah George, Detective Buttstuff here. Um, I... <laughs> I thought to myself, I've got a really smooth way of... I don't even know. It's such a weird thing. Because Anyway, my news is that there's four drunk women on stage tonight because I'm up the stick. <laughs> oh, love people cheering the fact I've had unprotected sex. Yay! <laughs> it's great. There she is. I don't know why I did that, like, you're just in case you think that like, I'm lying for attention. <laughs> I've done that once. She's um, done it before. <laughs> you do not lie about a pregnancy twice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. She's off her tits on amniotic fluid right now. So, um... Katie and I are very excited to drink for three. <laughs> yeah. We're really picking pick up the, the team. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. team players, it's fine. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> this I do is non alcoholic, just so oh, you yeah. know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want bad press. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone has been worried as well, like I found out in February and have been uh, drinking non-alcoholic beer ever since. Yeah, and anyone I've been who's... lying to you all. So. so, and it's a girl, which is exciting. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to save 17% on pocket money. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's really good, honey. Well done. <laughs> She's so fragile right now. Be careful. Actually, do you know what? I am more emotional and sensitive. So think, really think about that when deciding whether or not to laugh at my jokes tonight. True. Can she take it if I don't laugh? She can't. So please. <laughs> that wasn't very good. <laughs> Why do that to a pregnant woman? Um, sorry, Katie, back to you. Okay. Um, I'm just pouring some water, and people... <laughs> I've actually and made, not very well. Not very well. People say women can multitask. I can't even do one basic thing. That was so comedically <laughs> away from the cup. It was amazing. <laughs> you know what? We can't all be good at everything, and it would be boring if we were all the same. But, okay, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just statements. <laughs> It's a podcast. It's not stand-up. It's just... <laughs> All right. Don't worry. Don't... We have a great show for you tonight. We've got one show with a fantastic guest, then we have an interval, and then we have another fantastic guest for our second show. You are in safe hands. Don't judge the show on how I look a bit unhinged. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it would give me great pleasure, without further ado, to please introduce our first fantastic guest. It is the comedian and half of All Killer, No Filler, Rachel Ferber! I'm very well. well. How are you? You all right? I'm good. I can't pour water, but apart from that, I feel very well. Oh, good. That's all right, isn't it? Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Oh, that was very nice. Oh, hello, you. You all right, mate? <laughs> We've met before. <laughs> Lovely. I'm, I'm not over-familiar. We, we, we've met before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> hey. Ooh. <laughs> Rachel, we have one question on this podcast. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have. But I've told you about this before. I said that very aggressively for no reason. I've told you about this before. <laughs> I did say. Yeah, on the, on the last episode, uh, I did with you. But I have been... It's, there's something that keeps happening to me. Have you ever felt like you have been a victim of a crime, but no crime has been committed? Yeah. Yes, Do you know what lot. I mean? Do you know what I mean? So, for example, like, you know, you think, oh, I need to charge my phone and you pay for coffee in Pret-a-Manger to give it its full name. And <laughs> you, you go in and there's no plug sockets. They've covered the plug sockets up because they do that in Victoria Coach Station. You're on a budget already and you won't even let me charge my phone. I think that should be illegal. I don't know yeah. who, who you meant to talk to. Is that to. like a scam, like Ryanair? You've got to pay for it. Yeah. No, no, oh, no, no. They're just, no one can have it. No, this is just bad manners. This, <laughs> this, you, know, you know, when things like that happen to you, I'm always like, I don't know who to speak to. Do I tell my mum? <laughs> do I tell the police? You, yeah. and do you know little things like... Yeah. Like when you, you go to the, the, the loo in, in somewhere and there's no mirror in yes. the top. Do you know what I mean? Things like that. I'm like, this feels illegal. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Who is the person between mum and policeman? <laughs> yeah, who? Well, this is it. So I yeah. was thinking about this. It's an I excellent question. Is it like an uncle? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I've put oh, like. Oh no, a, I think that'd make things a worse. A teacher, <laughs> a male family member is above a mother. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if he's got a baseball bat. But, but you see, I think there should be a helpline for like that kind of scenario. Yes. Like you, you phone it up and you just like, and they're like, you know, the answer they go, oh, what now? <laughs> and you go. Well, would you believe I've just, you know, my shopping's been delivered. And, or I've, I've got McDonald's has been delivered and it's completely not the right order mm. yet again. <laughs> and then they go, oh, that's a shame. And you just, you know, you've just got I someone like Do you know what, because they like... Samaritans hate it when you call up with that shit. They don't so. like it. <laughs> <laughs> There needs to be a lower level one because I've wasted a lot of their time. I agree. Like the Citizens Bitching Bureau. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> CBB, oh, we understand. You know, I tell you what, a lot of this is ending up on um, like Facebook groups for local areas. There's definitely some venting going on on the local Facebook groups. A lot of it, in the village that I live in, a lot of the Facebook chat is about dog shit on the pavements. Really? Is that kind Are of they thing, pro right? or yeah, against? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is not what? enough shit! You know what? You would Just, think they would all be against. There are some people going, well, you lived in, you, you've moved to the countryside. What's your fucking problem? And then the admins have to get involved. <laughs> oh. Admins of Facebook come between police and mothers. There we there go. go. Oh, we've never solved anything on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think, you know, the, the feeling of being fucked over yes. should be classed as a crime. Yes. <laughs> it's not illegal, but it feels illegal. No, yeah. like, which I think is what Philip Schofield said. <laughs> was that not... Oh, no, no, he said it, it, it was inappropriate, but not illegal. But yeah. it felt illegal, that's why he liked... <laughs> doing what he was doing. Well, that's it, that was... Oh, anyway... <laughs> All right. No. Also, like, I always think that if if you've done something wrong and your only defence is it's not illegal, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I don't know. It doesn't. I'm of, free on a technicality. Yeah, it's not right, but it's not illegal. <laughs> T-shirt that. I'd have that. Going back to the plug socket thing at yeah. Pret, have they done that because of soaring energy costs? Like, I no. don't understand. Do, do you know yeah. what I think? That it, 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 this is particularly. This that's is, right. We ask the big questions here. <laughs> Take it's, it's, it, it's not at every prep. Not every pret a manger, right? It's, it's <laughs> not every pret. It, it's at the one in Victoria Coach Station. Now, huh. sometimes, you know, because train strikes and stuff like that, you, you have yeah. to get a coach when you gig in, and, and that's you. And I always think that, you know, when you're getting a coach, most people get a coach. Like when I used to get a coach when I was, uh, God, that sounded arrogant. When I used to have to travel on coaches before <laughs> I was doing extremely well. Uh, well, on a budget, you know, you'd have to get yeah. a coach to a gig. Sometimes, and, and you just always think, well, the people that are getting the coach are on a budget a lot of the yeah. time, you know, they've not got the money to get the train because the trains are expensive. And you've come here to the coach station and you've bought your expensive coffee and you have fucking covered the plug sockets up. You won't yeah. even let people... Do you know what it is? It's getting enjoyment out of making people who haven't got much money feel worse. Yeah. That's how I felt that day. Yes. And I hate it. I'm it, with you. Do you know what it is? It's modern but Dickensian. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Russell Brand. Yes. <laughs> But even worse. Even even worse <laughs> than Russell Brand. I was going to say something then, but we can't. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so now this is interesting, too, because and we've already touched on this problem. We always ask, what would you say to the perpetrator? Now, the perpetrator is some corporate, like, bullshit policy. 
So what would like what would you what would you say to these fat cat? <laughs> like I'd say, listen, Monsieur Pretzelmanger, <laughs> you're out of order. Sacre bleu, you're taking the piss, <laughs> or something similar. What can you say though? It's everywhere, isn't it? it just, just people can't live the lives normally. Everything's fucking you over, isn't it? That's what yeah. it's like. You just every turn in life is a challenge, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah, it's you like know. it's like getting to a coach station after a really long coach journey and thinking, I can't wait to use the toilet, and then the toilet's out of order. Isn't that an Alanis Morissette lyric? <laughs> <laughs> On the extended album. <laughs> Mr. Take the Train <laughs> was afraid of the coach. <laughs> Because in, in this modern world, we're just like holding it together. It's like, it's fine because I'll do this and I'll be fine. And it's like, oh, and I can't even do that. Like, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the tiny death by a thousand cuts. Yes. Yes, exactly. I'm with you. Also an Alanis song. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Crow, isn't it? And it was a cover. Anyway. <laughs> we are going to strategize how to take these bastards down. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about some true crime. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, we're going to be discussing a case that is kind of like a really budget episode of The X-Files, which is also the name of my sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have intrigue, we have a media circus, and we have a proper unsolved mystery, but like, remember, budget version. Um, So this is the story of Elizabeth Canning. Has anybody heard of this story? Okay, excellent. How very Um, ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. Elizabeth Cannon. Uh, No, Canning. Canning. Canning, yes. Still no. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did she go by Lizzie? That was the the clincher. Uh, So she was born in London. She's the oldest of five children. Her dad is a carpenter. The family lived in two rented rooms in a respectable but poor area. Uh, so she can she can read and write. I love when people <laughs> describe things as respectable but poor. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's going to come up a little bit more. Uh-huh. Uh, she is. Just... It means white. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> people that write that shit—that's exactly what they mean. I always think it's like when I when I get described like, as a working class person when people call me salt of the earth. Oh. It means oh you. You're quite um, charming for a deprived person. <laughs> but please don't sit on my furniture. Yeah. It's that kind of thing where like, people... It's that where people are always very surprised that a working-class person can, can write and speak properly. You know, it's that kind of... Well... It is. That is exactly what we're dealing with in this yes. case. Strap in, get ready to be offended on many levels. <laughs> The name of my sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, she is described as a a shy but very polite girl with scars on her face. Your first question is, what has caused the scarring on her face? I mean, to be honest, that that would be the first thing I'd describe. I wouldn't throw that in at the end. (laughs) (laughs) She was described as scarface. Her peers are rude about her, what can I say? So the, I sh- think she was addicted to squeezing blackheads. Okay. Ooh. She just overpopped. Scars on her face. Did so she try to see if you could die by a thousand cuts? Because <laughs> she'd heard that somewhere and she was like, I call bullshit. W- were the scars from syphilis? 
Okay. We, okay, we have Skiffle... Skiffles. We have. Isn't that the kind of band that the Beatles used to be? A Skiffle, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Very contagious music. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you! Yes. Do you know what? It did deserve more, because I've only just got it, and you're completely right to be that applauding was, at the back. That was the saddest noise I'd ever heard, though. <laughs> We've got, we've got them in the palm of our hands. <laughs> um, the correct answer is smallpox. Yeah, ah. smallpox as a child. I think I was the closest. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay, point for Taylor. Um, uh, my next question is, what year is this? Oh, smallpox. Ooh. When was Ooh. that hip? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to go for 1867. Okay, we have 1867. I'm going nine, nine, 1912. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Katie's writing that down, bless gonna, you. I won't remember. <laughs> I need to tell you who wins. I'm trying to think of when the smallpox vaccine was invented. Well, so you've got 1867. <laughs> I'll, I'll go in between you guys and say 1888. Uh, okay, in that case... Rachel is the closest, Ooh. but still not quite right. Uh, this is 1752. Ooh. Wow. Oh. Uh, but she was born in 1734. But our story takes place in 1752. Uh, now, London is expanding. There's open sewers. The poor live in overcrowded areas, which is so different to how we live today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the local Facebook group on... <laughs> <laughs> On 1752 London, must have just been awful. Oh, my God, yeah. These fucking sewers, they're everywhere. <laughs> what did you expect? You live in London. <laughs> <laughs> right, question. What does Elizabeth get a job doing? Ooh, so it's 17... What is it, 17... 1752. And maths is impossible, but we can kind of work out how old she is, can't we? So she, is, she yeah, was born she's born in Yeah, she's like... She's like 17 or... Uh, oh. Thank you. <laughs> intelligent audience. <laughs> Seamstress. Seamstress. S servant. Servant. There's only so many, yeah, so many things yeah. that a woman they don't, can do. They don't let in... chicks do very much. Like, I'm just saying gladiator, but I don't think it's right. <laughs> I want more for her. I'm giving it but to... But it's like to... seamstress, servant, yeah. or sucking dick, let's be I... honest. <laughs> <laughs> All the S's. Um, I'm giving it to uh, Rachel. It was made. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Uh, she she works. She's a, a maid servant. Well, yeah, you're literally right. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it to you because you were factually correct. <laughs> um, for this, you have given the right answer, but unfortunately, you're wrong. <laughs> well, it was written maid, then it was written maid servant. My brain can't contain two things. I can't even <laughs> pour water. Uh, That's a bit like a quiz show that a man would invent, isn't it? You are correct, but uh, you're wrong and you're not having the prizes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like one that a people-pleasing woman would do, because you can have all the prizes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Female workplace. So, yeah, she's a uh, maidservant for this publican guy, and he thinks she's great. So her dad dies in 1751 when she's 17, and the mum sublets one of the rooms, so she moves out because it's getting crowded. <laughs> so, it's just so, getting crowded so she moves in with this carpenter guy but she likes <laughs> it's like how you describe Jesus like <laughs> carpenter guy kind of does miracles and stuff but she's, she's very happy to live there because she's still very close to her mum and she can see her mum every day also so, he'd do all the DIY 
But he's very handy. <laughs> but also, you know, hashtag mum is my best friend, hashtag every day should be Mother's Day. <laughs> is, um, is any of you guys best friends with your mums? No. She, she wishes. Um, no, she is. I mean, we've we've never said it because I'm worried that I won't be her best friend because it's Jackie. <laughs> like Jackie is her best friend, so uh, no. <laughs> but not that I'm not really needy and would love to be my mum's best friend. Oh my god! Actually, I'm going to ring her now. I need to know. <laughs> Um, I'm, my mom is a big fan of the podcast, so let's all say hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy! So of course she is. <laughs> but doesn't he, you always tell me that she prefers me? Yeah, she does. <laughs> I, I'm not. I mean, I love my mum and that, and we're dead close, but I wouldn't tell her about some things, you know? <laughs> your mum is not your best mate. It yeah. is. Your mum doesn't want to hear some stuff about yeah. you, you know? Weird. It sounds unhealthy to say that your mum is your best yeah. friend. Yeah. Right? You, uh, for example, you do not talk to your mum about bumming. You know, <laughs> as a as a very high level example. <laughs> Fucking hell, killed the room there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they loved it. Um, okay, I was waiting for that one person to go. <laughs> Again. Rachel's mum's in. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't, please, darling, please. Okay, so the family celebrate New Year's Eve, 1752, and on January the 1st, 1753, Lizzie goes with her mum um, to visit... See, she did go by Lizzie. Mm. <laughs> uh, to visit an aunt and uncle, and that evening, the aunt and uncle walk Lizzie most of the way back home. Mm. Question, what happens next? Something good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! If you're gonna walk someone home, don't just be like no, lazy. Yeah, don't just get halfway and renege on Might it. Might as well not bother. I always remember really? a guy once, like years ago, once offered to buy me a drink, and I was like, oh, "Okay, thanks, I'll have a cider." And it was in London, and it was about five pounds. <laughs> the, the, the person said the amount, and he was like, "I'm not paying that." And walked off. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I pay for it now. Like, what a weird thing to do. That's oh, so wow. funny. I'm like, what? I've always remembered it. It was a comedian, actually. That makes sense. But um... <laughs> I, want, I want to fuck you, but not for five pounds. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> what happens next? Just what happens? You don't have to go. You don't have to get Someone too far Someone jumps ahead. out of the shadows and says, would you like an education? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Any advance on that? Does she like like see a dog and follow it? Love it, love Aww. it. Did, nice. did she fall into a river? I love that too. That's why they only walked her part of the way. There's like, <laughs> no, it's a river. <laughs> oh, it was too late. Um, no, so now she does not arrive back at her lodgings. Um, and the mm. next day, the lodgings carpenter guy tells her mum that she never came home. So people start looking for her in the streets. Everyone's really worried, and news spreads of this missing girl, because it, it's looking like she's just vanished. Ooh, X-Files. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> seen the X-Files? <laughs> like, it often starts with a missing person. So it, it, it sometimes, sometimes occasionally starts with I a missing person. I was promised fucking aliens, if there's not aliens in this. <laughs> well, we haven't got to the end yet, Hannah. She said budget, budget aliens. Yeah. But budget aliens. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Look, we have that's just humans. <laughs> 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 Which we have not ruled out. So news spreads, um, and now because she is so respectable, mm -hmm. it's very uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of her. So everyone's super worried because she's so respectable. Because only respectable people deserve love. 
so the mum is looking through the crowds. Everybody's looking for her. No one can find her. Now, an advertisement was placed in the newspapers. Prayers were read in churches. That'll do it. Um, that, exactly, <laughs> right? You've got, you know you're doing all you can. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers <laughs> all the way back then. Yeah. None of this is yielding any result. results. Somebody has heard a woman's shriek from a hackney coach on the 1st of January, uh, but there are absolutely no clues. Weeks have passed. Question, how long is Elizabeth missing for, and is she found dead or alive? Ooh. I mean, unless she's got an anal probe, I'm not interested <laughs> in this not being an alien thing, so I think she has to come back alive, and then this is going to be where it gets spooky. Okay. Because it's going to be like Flight of the Navigator. She's almost exactly the same age as when she left two weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be the best movie ever. That is so specific and I love it. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I think she's found, but I think she's missing for like 20 years. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think she's dead. Ooh. <laughs> but... They find her, and she's wearing the same clothes, but she's very well preserved. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good mystery too. Ooh, I yeah. love all of your answers. Everybody gets a point, even though no one is quite right. Yay! <laughs> Female workplace. <laughs> um, she's missing for one month. Oh. Ooh. And she comes back. <laughs> I sound disappointed. Alive. Oh, yes. She is the right age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. It's not a flight of the navigator situation. Uh, but four weeks later, on the 29th of January, 1793, she turns up at her mum's house um, when her mum's about to go to bed in an absolutely deplorable condition. She's emaciated. She's dirty. She she's... is a best mate, actually. Because like, if your best mate hasn't turned up at your house at midnight as you're going to bed, <laughs> covered in shit, going, I don't know what's happened. You haven't got a best friend. <laughs> absolutely. That is so eerie. Yeah. It is. It reminds me of the, like, she's been trying to get home for seven years. Yeah, it's... But she does it's get cre- home. It's creepy. It's, it's like she's crawled, she's crawled out of her own grave. It... Why? Mm. But yeah. there was an air supply down there and food and... Yeah. And, and an education. <laughs> <laughs> she must get educated. <laughs> so she's, like, got this rag tied around her head. She's soaked with blood from a wound to her ear. Uh, but it's, Mrs. Canning can tell it's her daughter. And she's so overwhelmed, she fainted. So all the neighbours are happy she's back, hooray, even though she's in a terrible state. Uh, and then Elizabeth tells the tale of what happened to her. Question, what does she say happened? Um, I've been she was buried with an air supply and some food. What, what do you... F- I mean, did... OK. Something, <laughs> something religious. OK. I think she said... Uh, that some some an, an an angel I imagine would have been involved. She's been somewhere. She's come, but I don't know. But I can't explain the year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know everything. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to say some kind of religious experience. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah, similar. So but a budget alien abducted yeah. her for a month. Yeah. So they had to take a coach. Yeah, couldn't charge, so she couldn't call home. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, because I'm stuck on the X-Files thing now, you've planted that. So I think she's going to say she was abducted. Okay. 
Love it. I feel like it might be a coma. I feel like she's fallen, knocked her head. Because I've always thought that with a coma. It's like, do you have to be in hospital or can you just have a coma? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit like, are you going to survive if you're just like, um, this woman, don't laugh. No, no, don't laugh. It's a very good question. If you go into a coma in your own bed, can you be alive? You have to yeah. be in hospital. You have to be in hospital. Oh, he knows. Oh, oh, we got a doctor in the house. So, so you can't just have a coma. So, <laughs> yeah, what's the science behind so this? So there are two types of coma, like one's a medically induced coma. Yeah, yeah. yeah to recover from something. And what's the other one? Natural. Just having a coma. Just having a coma. But you need to be assisted to well, be kept gonna, alive. Well, you're going to die, thing that right? Is it of dehydration if you don't get hooked up to a machine? Also, I've got a rash. Could you just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the kind of thing where if you've been in a coma, like if you met other coma survivors, they'd be like, you've been in a coma, was it um, medical or natural? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. The hierarchy of comas. <laughs> She says it was natural, but we think it was medical. (laughs) She's just not hardcore. (laughs) That's brilliant. Um, I'd love to go... I'd I'd love to be medically induced. Just for about ten days, you know? Do you think you feel well-rested or fucked? uh, Just take the edge off everything, you know? Just (laughs) pop me... I swear, like, when you're a kid, though, like, the days between... Like the 14th of December and the yeah. 24th. I'd fucking love to have been in a medically induced coma. I'm like, ah, it's here! I'm not even there to come! And none of your muscles would work. Dream that, big, guys, dream big. That is the family Christmas film that we all need to see. Put <laughs> Johnny Coma Boy. I'll no. come over for Christmas. No, I gotta work on it. Drunk women, solving crime. 
Or like, right. are you going my way? Let's go together. I, um, like maybe she's just a nice old lady. I'm giving it to Rachel. It means sex work. They're oh. saying, would you like to become a sex worker? What was I in a past life, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Elizabeth... Crawling under a spinning jenny. <laughs> propositioning gentlemen in the evening. I know my place. So that's what, so that's what they wanted us to do. Yeah, sex so work. They're trying to get her to do that, and she refused. Um, so this old lady slapped her face, Aww. and then they stole her corsets. And then how they, many was she wearing? At least two for it to be plural. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then she was all dressed up, I guess, for New Year's Eve. I don't know. So they made her go up into the loft, and Elizabeth said that she was held there in the loft and just given bread and water, and she found some old clothes in the loft after they nicked her clothes. Um, so she managed to get out by, like, pulling some boards away from... Budget X-Files with sexy detectives. She walked five hours to get home, and she didn't know where she'd been. She said that she'd heard the name Wells, or it could have been Wills, um, and that looking out of the window, she'd seen a coachman that she recognised, so she thought she might have been somewhere on the Hartford Road. Mm. Question, how does everyone react to her story? I think they think she's a liar. Ooh, a liar. Because it's the old days and she's a woman. Yes. So I think they've probably said that she'd, she'd I don't know, gone off somewhere like a cat to have a baby or something. <laughs> That's what they'd, they'd probably said she was with child. That was, Ooh. you know, that's what everyone said back then, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I reckon that, that that's the case. Then they thought she was a liar and that she'd been off with a man. Nice. Something like mm. that. All right. I mean, it sounds like... But to me, it sounds depressingly, like, plausible what's happened to her. Mm. Like... I don't know. It, it also depends these clothes in the attic that she found that she changed yeah. into. If, like, a, a clown had lived in there previously <laughs> and she arrives with a big nose and these big shoes, I'm yeah. not going to take her seriously. But it, it could be all the Halloween stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So I think it... I, 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 I'm sort of with you, Rachel, that they yeah. probably wouldn't maybe believe her. Okay. Uh, maybe no-one believes her but her mum. The carpenter doesn't believe her. Ooh. Because I've had my eye on him the whole time. Mm. I do not like this fucker. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Taylor. I just don't know why you would doubt that story. Yeah, okay. Like, what? Do you know what I mean? Not What's that. she going to get out of it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I can now tell you, everybody is very intrigued by her story and spurred to vigilantism. Yay! Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Um, and there are these two guys in particular, this John Wintleberry and Robert Scarrett. They decide that they Winkleberry. are... Wintleberry. Win Wintleberry. Oh, not as good. Not as good. <laughs> um, they decide that they are experts on London and the surrounding area, and they decide that they've identified the probable area that she had described, uh -huh. and they proclaim that it's Enfield Wash, which is like 10 miles away. And then the papers... Everyone's, like, obsessed with this story. So then the papers... Basically, there's a house that fits this description belonging to a woman called Susanna Wells. Then you got the Wells. Oh. Um, quick shout out. A woman owned something. <laughs> 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 the papers go ahead and print this story, including the detail that it could be this house. And then everybody goes absolutely batshit crazy. Oh, boy. And we have a proper vigilante mob. Ooh. Oh, no. Um, it's like doxing 18th century it style. Is. Oh, yeah. it, it exactly is that. Yikes. Um, Did they do it on purpose so that there would be vigilante? I, I think people are bored. Seems... 
and <laughs> frustrated. Everything was just boredom. So different to how we live today. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, nobody does any fact-checking. So then she gets taken to this house. They get a warrant for the arrest of the people, like Mrs. Wells, in this house, and they get Elizabeth to come and ID the house. And she thinks that it is the house... Um, but when they get there, they find that loads of... Do they of just it. get, like, five houses to line up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do. Okay, just check in. <laughs> she goes, yeah, those are the people that stole my corsets. And other worse things. <laughs> like, was that the worst part of Believe the... Believe it or not, the corsets... Are, there's a whole bit about law in this time... And the corsets is the worst crime. Because it's worth more than the woman. But Yeah, mm. it is, because it's theft of Amazing. property. Um, well, I guess they were bone, weren't they? Yeah. Okay, well, now I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> and also, assault is not considered a criminal issue. And it had to be solved as a civil action between the two parties. And this meant that Elizabeth would have to take legal action against those people... Um, Imagine if they had had the Citizens Bitching Bureau back then. It's <laughs> what they need. But also, Bring that was her. super expensive, especially for a maid. So she wasn't going to do it. But now she's got all these fans, like this rabid mob. So they're like, we're going to pay. You've got to get the people. So we've just got like these crazy people doing all this stuff. Henry Fielding gets involved. <laughs> he's a magistrate, but he's also kind of a drunk nutcase. <laughs> And he's team canning. And it's like, honestly, pamphlets get printed. People are asking for donations. The accused women are so slandered in the press. Mm. They're accused of being witches because they're older. So obviously oh, it's yeah. like team young women versus team young women and no one can be friends. And um, there's two sides. There's Canning Gates, who support Elizabeth. And then the other team, it's like team Aniston and team Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of my references are specifically for people born between 1977 and 1983. <laughs> what, what Yay! Would, what would be the, High demographic. What would the, <laughs> Vardy and Rooney? Would that be yes. the one? Yeah. Okay, thank Who, you for making it modern and relevant. Can, can I check who's team Vardy? Rooney. Yay. Oh, interesting. Some people <laughs> abstained. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Um, Some people think they're above that kind of chat, don't they? <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> so these two women, Mrs. Wells and everyone, they get charged with assault and theft. Question, what is the punishment for theft in 1753? Ooh, Ooh hanging. Hanging? Oh, it's got to be on it. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have to just give them the stuff back and get, a, <laughs> and get told off? And to, <laughs> I just think hanging is too much. I'm just trying to... Uh, yeah, I don't think it's... That, is it that bad? They were quite harsh in the that era, weren't they? Mm. I was about to call it the Victorian era. It's not. It's but, not. <laughs> you know what, Hannah, you're so naive. It is indeed the death penalty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. was it hanging, or did they have another method? Oh, it would have been hanging, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The trial starts on the 21st of February. It's like a circus. So, like, there's tons of witness intimidation. There's all this stuff that just goes nuts. People are cheering outside. There's crowds everywhere. Uh, it's very volatile and dangerous. And she gets cross-examined by people asking her why she didn't attempt to escape earlier. Oh, classic. What were you wearing? <laughs> Question, what is her answer to why didn't you try and escape earlier? Having a nice time, maybe. I mean, it's not all bad, is it? I mean, uh, I don't know. Why, why she, uh, she couldn't. I mean, I think that's a plausible excuse. It's not an excuse. It's a fact, isn't it? I couldn't. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she feared for her life. 
I think. Yeah, right? Oh, I mean, the same, yeah. I guess you don't escape somewhere until... Unless you've got Stockholm Syndrome with that old woman that she was trying to make her best in. <laughs> and just oh, like, Mrs. Wells. <laughs> yeah. I love you. <laughs> I think we can make friendship bracelets. And... <laughs> so she tried that out for a few days, maybe. And then when she realised that she wasn't that kind of, that kind of BFF, she just left. Weird yeah, kind of I mean, not, are all... it's a, go on. Sorry, I was just thinking it's a weird question to ask somebody that's been locked in. You wouldn't ask Terry White that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try and escape earlier? I'm fucking chained <laughs> to a radiator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know, that's a really good point. And her answer is that she thought they would let her out, and oh. then she just thought they wouldn't let her out. So then she decided to try and get out herself. Um, so initially, these women are found guilty, but they're not given... Only one of them's given the death sentence, oh. and one of them just has to have thief, um, like imprinted, like a T, <laughs> uh, like burnt onto her thumb, like a T for thief burnt into her thumb. Into um, her thumb? So yeah. she just can't hitchhike anymore? Yeah. Like, what? That's so... That's, yeah! That's so lame! <laughs> I thought it was going to be on her forehead. So can I, like, Come yeah, on. I know. But then you could just turn it into a cross and be like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what they did. <laughs> um, but so then there's appeal. There's, there's appeal. There's an appeal. But the appeal starts in secret because everyone is terrified of the mob. Um, but then obviously it gets out that they're doing an appeal. And then Elizabeth Canning gets put in the dock for perjury <gasps> because some new evidence comes to light that it can't have been this house and blah, blah, blah. And oh, with yeah. all the witness intimidation, there were all these people that could vouch that one of the women was like in Cornwall, but they didn't want to say because they were too scared to come to court through the baying mob of people. So then Elizabeth is like accused <gasps> and put on trial for lying. Oh, I know. Boy. <laughs> and she didn't even want to do this in the first place. It was all the other people. She doesn't have a corset to wear. <laughs> Canning gets found guilty of lying and perjury. Ooh. Question, what is her sentence? Oh, death. Death? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be on it. Is it like a pee on the inside of her ankle? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> Yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> she is sentenced to one month in prison, followed oh. by transportation to America for seven years. Wow. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Florida. <laughs> but her supporters raise money. They're livid. They're kicking off. There's all kinds of unrest. Um, but they raised all this money to make her voyage to America comfortable, and they supplied her with money to make a new start in America. Question. What makes a voyage comfortable yeah. in the 1700s? Yeah, she needs some books and some pillows. Here's a lime. <laughs> <laughs> Your gums will thank me. <laughs> so she arrives in West Wethersfield, Connecticut, and she becomes part of the household of this reverend guy, and then she marries this guy called John Treats. I'm so sorry, there's a bug after me, and you can all see it. You can all see it, right? Sorry. There, there wasn't a bug. I was looking the whole time. No, that was my own hair. Okay. <laughs> and then she has kids in America. She has a baby in 1756. That sounds um, great. Yeah, and then a daughter, and then two more sons, and... She died suddenly. Oh, oh. fuck it up. <laughs> and two sons, and then she said, dead. She died suddenly in 1773, age 38. Wow. Oh. And they said true crime couldn't be fun. 
There you go. But to this day, people still talk about this case and speculate what happened. Like, it's remembered as a really big deal in the press because it, like, really divided public opinion and also because it was a mystery. So my final question to you guys is, what do you think really happened? I think she was held for a month in an attic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't get the mystery. I think it's weird, though. I think, I think she... To have, yeah, I think she was robbed and abducted. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Also, so the woman was, was hung. So she was or hanged or whatever. No. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get as far as hanging one of the women. They didn't. Because of the appeal. Because like, you'd be gutted if you get hung and then it's because you forgot that you're in Cornwall. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I went Cornwall. I forgot. I wasn't even well, here. She, she'd said that she was in Cornwall the whole time, but no witnesses would face the crowd to come and prove it. So when they did this much slightly more quieter appeal... Why don't you just appeal? get a photograph of her on her holidays? <laughs> <laughs> this is what they should have done. It's funny because it wasn't invented. <laughs> <laughs> just saying that to clarify, because I know my accent can sometimes make people wonder if I do know or not. You know? <laughs> 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 what house was she in? Because it wasn't the house that mm. they found, probably... Budget X5. That's the Budget X Files song. <laughs> Let us please raise a glass to Budget X Files. Budget X Files. <laughs> now, I forgot to flag this up at the beginning, but you know the drill. So hopefully, you've all been thinking about a crime that you could come up and tell us about, and you can win. A bottle of Carver. So, do we have anyone in the audience that would like to share a crime story oh. with us? Straight Ooh, up there. One right at the back. Oh. oh, well spotted. Oh, hello, person at the back. Come on up. Give her an applause. Hello. <laughs> Please come. Oh, actually, wait a minute. Are you also the clapper? I am also the clapper. You are the clapper. Hey. I recognize. I know those hands anywhere. <laughs> What's your name? Bram, B-R-A-M for mother. Like Stoke. Well, well, Bram. Bram. Welcome, welcome. Bramwell. Bramwell, or just Bram? Just Bram. Oh. Just Bram. Cool name. Okay. That's what we were going to call... If this was a boy, we were going to call him Bram. No. Because we never met a Bram, and we thought we can't not like him, but now... Amazing. <laughs> I've never met someone who has met another Bram. So if you do want a unique name, it is perfect. Yes, yeah, especially for a girl. A Go for it. Girl, Bram. Bram. Bram yeah. Wiener. I nice. love that. And Dracula is my favourite book. There you go. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. Anyway, <laughs> um, tell Hi. us about your crime. Well, I was younger. I was okay. like 12. I think I'd had some good idea to go and buy some like family chocolate or something from the market. But basically, I was on the way home on my bike, coming down an alley, so an alley between two roads. Okay. Mm. I feel like you were alive in the Victorian era, though. <laughs> <laughs> I popped terrible. to the market to buy some chocolate for mummy and daddy. Absolutely oh, terrible. Shropshire. Okay, okay, oh. okay. <laughs> That's why. Um, and as I'm coming, there's like a blind corner down the alley. As I come round, a moped just smashes into the front oh, of me. Oh, shit. Matches a fly off my, my bike's like bent all oh over no. the place. Whoa! Well, like, oh, what does he do? He's, he's like offers to buy me a replacement wheel or something, but oh, I'm okay. young and naive or whatever. So I'm like, yes, Mister. Oh yes, no! Mister. 
This is where I live. So you gave him your address because he said he'd buy you a new wheel, not yeah, a new bike. Yeah, oh, I mean, not even a that whole never new comes bike. to fruition, but I ring my parents from that point and my bike's like propped up from the alley. So the first thing they see is the bike all mangled and my mum comes running around the corner expecting to see me just like also mangled, I guess. And the thought, but I was all right. But... That was a crime, right? Yes. <laughs> a few, I think. Yeah. <laughs> hit and run. Well, it's sort of like a hit. A hit. hit and run. Hit and run. It's a hit and a right and a run. All right, all right. It's a hit it's and a, a manipulate. Hit, yeah. That's not. See, Deception. that's one of those things that should be illegal. Deception. Deception. It's a wasn't. hit and a fake offer. Yes, it is. It's yeah. one of those things where actually it probably isn't a crime, but it was an awful oh, transgression no, that certainly feels it like a crime. a crime. That's a crime. I'll tell you what, though. It's a good job that your mum had the right reaction when she saw your mangled bike, though, wasn't it? <laughs> Imagine if she just went, oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> Book that holiday, we can go. <laughs> they did only have one. So. <laughs> Did you call the police? Was there any CCTV? Did they find anybody? Oh, no, basically. Oh. <laughs> but there wouldn't have been CCTV, Gracious. not in this little market. Not in the Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Queen get involved? So can we have like who was this? Who was this guy on a moped? Like what? What? What was? What was the vibe? What was he like? Was he a teenager? Was he an adult? Was I mean, the a... thing is now, looking back now, he was probably younger than I am now. But like, but younger than you are now, not younger when you were twelve. He wasn't eleven. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> younger than I. You know, I reckon he was probably like young twenties or something. Feels so illegal. he was probably in a bit of shock himself. But I certainly don't know what I would say to him now, actually. I know that's what you're going to ask me. It's oh. just realising me now. Well, I was going to ask, what happened to the chocolates? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Were they okay? We shared them at Christmas. Oh. <laughs> oh. All's well that ends well, my friend. That is a happy note to end on. Here's your Prosecco. Oh, thank you. Oh. Thank you. That was a horrible story told in such a sweet way, yeah. wasn't it? You could put set anything in Shropshire and it's like, oh. I think Bram should come back and tell us about more tragedies. Yeah. <laughs> so endearing. He's the only person I... Oh, he has plenty, Bram, stop! He's what? He's you said he has plenty. plenty. Oh. When they're women, we'll find them, we'll kill them. <laughs> Sorry. Just keep like... clapping, Bram. Just keep clapping. <laughs> He's the only person I want to hear bad news from, ever. <laughs> oh, my God, he would be great for our um, bringing up and telling them system. Do you want to work for CBB? <laughs> See us after. <laughs> All right, we have just enough time. Rachel Febben, what are you up to? Where can we find more of you? What do you want to plug? Oh, well, I'm going on tour in September. Ooh. You, you come at fucking hell, I'll tell you. I'm doing Leicester Square Theatre, bring some mates. <laughs> big old room, that, innit? Uh, I mean, Leicester, at Leicester Square Theatre in London, in, obviously London, in uh, October at some point. Look, nice. She, she, yes, mate. She, she's getting uh, the phone out to write it. this down. All around, all around the country. Um, I'll be everywhere. If you live in London, please do oh, come wicked. to Leicester Square Theatre. And is this Theater. the show that... 20th of October... 20th of October, and it's an early show. It's at 7 o'clock, I think. So you'll be done. <laughs> yeah. You'll be done, you know, by whenever. So, That's anyway, 
anyway, awesome. the point is it's a good show. This is the one we I, saw, right? What's the name? No, no. The, li, uh, I'm very prolific. <laughs> <laughs> My last tour, Can I Be Awful, has gone. It's dead. Oh. Done it. Good show? Thanks, Lo mate. Oh, yeah, we saw it in Edinburgh. This, we loved it. This is a new show, Showgirl, which starts oh, in September. Showgirl. With, okay. with the costume. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, it come, comes to that. I do a podcast called All Killer No Filler. Yeah. Are you coming to that as well? I'll see you there. <laughs> it's, um, not, it's not normally we have a stalker in, but it's quite exciting. <laughs> We've got lovely people. We've got Bram. We've got the stalker. <laughs> we've got the doctor. Ooh, um, love this. So, so that was not my very succinct point of where I'm, I am, what I'm up to. I'm on tour later in the year, September. Uh, I'm on all normal social media, and I've got a new website. As well, <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I bet you're the only person on the bloody mailing list. <laughs> You've had one visitor today. <laughs> Two. My mum will have been on it. Two. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much. Rachel Ferber. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you so Shall much. Shall I go now? Yeah. So. Thank you. We are going to take a break. Have a wee. Have a poo. Come back in ten minutes for the next show. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.